Hello everybody, welcome back to the Missing Peace podcast, a place where we discuss making peace with our mind, body and souls. And do you know what, this is actually the third time I've recorded this intro, I've recorded two 10 minute intros and I guess I've just not been happy with either of them, my perfectionism is kicking in there, so this is the one, this is the one. <laughs> she says I haven't said that on any of those I promise but this episode is a little bit different so I wanted to intro it because what I'm essentially sharing is a bunch of voice notes that I recorded whilst I was walking Hadrian's Wall so I want to give you a little bit of an idea of what Hadrian's Wall is because that's not what I'm talking about really on the voice notes the voice notes are me yeah walking and talking <laughs> effectively rambles from rambling we could say I considered calling the podcast something like that but thought it wasn't that clear <laughs> but yeah I wanted to do this because I wanted to give you a sense of what it was like to go on such a walk it's um, 84 miles long I did it over five days and I really really loved it and yeah I just thought maybe you can come along the journey with me and just experience the highs and the lows physically and mentally and as well, because I get really inspired when I'm walking. So uh, loads of thoughts and ideas come up. And that's what I share in these voice notes as well. So even if you're not that bothered about the journey, there is a lot of other stuff in here as well. You know, I can talk. So I cover things from like I cover like body gratitude, um, changing the doing mindset, just connecting to nature, a load of different things. And so, yeah, it's this is for everybody. But I would love your feedback on it because obviously it's a bit different. So to just give you a little bit of a, a, a warning as such, then the sound quality isn't the best because I'm on a walk. However, I just think it you can feel the you can feel the journey more that way. You can hear the wind, you can hear my footsteps, and I like that it's captured that moment in time and the environment that's within it as well. So hopefully that works for you. And I also wanted to just say before I talk a little bit about the history of Hadrian's Wall, it's only going to be a little bit about that, um, is that the podcast has now reached over a thousand downloads. Ugh, thank you, everybody who listens. I was debating whether or not I should share this because ultimately, is it a good idea to share that you've had a thousand downloads over 46 episodes? Some would say not from a kind of... I don't know what kind of sense it would be. If I would, if I still had my business coach with the idea of creating some sort of business, she'd probably not want me to do that. But at the same time, she also encouraged a lot of um, using your intuition. And to me, I just want to be as authentic and as truthful and as honest as possible. And you know what? We can get so caught up in the idea of numbers, but essentially you are people who are listening to this download. You've, uh, you've downloaded this episode. You're listening to the podcast. And if this podcast has any you know just kind of positive impact some sort of comfort in your life and supports you on your own journey and if it helped one person I've done what I wanted to do here which is just to support you guys so I'm really grateful that so many of you have listened and are listening week in week out oh I'm just yeah really grateful for it so screw numbers because it's not about numbers because each number is a person who is listening and I'm really grateful for you all and uh, yeah yeah, really grateful. And if you want to just reach out and let me know how this all lands, then please do. I'd really appreciate that. And also just to remind you that you can get two weeks free of my Substack community. So I didn't originally call it a Substack community, but essentially that's what I'm calling it now 
because if you listen to my episode a couple of weeks ago on yearning for slowness and I talk about community in that because I would love to just I would love to hold space for a community of like-minded people that's what I would like to do but I was afraid to call this subscription a community because essentially I've just started it and yeah it's what if it fails what if nobody wants to join what if it doesn't resonate for anybody and maybe that'll happen who knows but I've got to honor what it is that I really want to do and again like fuck it let's just be honest and say I'm inviting anybody in who would like to just start a community because it's we're at the beginning stages here we've been going for a few weeks there are a bunch of extra podcast episodes some extra uh, email letters there's going to be a mini podcast series on body acceptance and healing our relationship with um, yeah mainly our bodies but looking into some food and fitness as well kind of my own journey I'll talk a bit about that more in the next couple of episodes I'm feeling ready to talk all about that again because if you've been here from the start you know the podcast used to be called the piece of cake podcast so this was my focus on ditching diet culture and just let's liberate our bodies our minds and our bodies and our souls and reconnect them all again so this is what I would talk about more again but essentially I would love the community to grow and flow with the people who are within it so maybe there'll be some live events that come up because that's what the community would would like maybe I'm kind of thinking of creating or going on discord should I say which or slack probably discord or something where we can basically talk and chat and just get involved in that so so yeah if this resonates with you, do check that out. You can get two weeks for free, cancel any time. It's only £6 or $7 after that. So yeah, if this feels good for you, I'd be really honoured to see you there. Thank you. So Hadrian's Wall, what on earth is Hadrian's Wall? So Dave was like, everyone will know Hadrian's Wall. And I was like, no, do you know what? Not everyone will know Hadrian's Wall. And believe me, as somebody who lives in a city that Hadrian's Wall goes through, I really didn't know much about Hadrian's Wall. I really didn't, honestly. One of the things that I thought Hadrian's Wall was, was actually a boundary between England and Scotland. But it turns out that England and Scotland weren't even named England and Scotland, didn't, weren't even in existence until about a thousand years later, I think during the Anglo-Saxon period. But anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hadrian's Wall is a wall that was built round about 1900 years ago. They think it started in 122 AD, when, or around that time anyways, when the Emperor Hadrian was ruling the Roman Empire. And the northwesterly part of the, a part of the empire was around, it's, it's still, I think it's still a good 20 miles or so below the, the, the border of Scotland and even further in other places. But it's a, a relatively in that kind of like, Mm, more narrow part between England and Scotland so in the north of England and it runs from right from the uh, west to the east so to Wall's End surprisingly enough in Newcastle all the way to Bonus on Solway in the west in Cumbria and I actually went west to east I live in Carlisle and I came home like I said most nights um, it was just easy enough done for me on the route um, and just for kind of money reasons for not having the right camping stuff or really justifying staying different places each night I would have loved to have done that but you know being able to do this in my days off the way I did it was just incredible so so yeah I went west to east and the wall itself ran about 72 73 miles but the walk is 84 miles I guess to just take into account the fact that there are a bunch of different settlements now along the way so rather than winding you through the kind of housing estates of Newcastle it takes you along the quayside for example which probably involves maybe 
I guess, a bit more miles. And same in other places, there's there's routes, there's uh, routes, there's roads and uh, other things in the way and, and private properties and so on. So the route is 84 miles. Oh, I loved it. I really, really did. And I'm already planning my next walk, <laughs> which will be the Cumbrian way, I think. Um, so anyways, Hadrian's Wall. So they think it took around about six or seven years to build. And Hadrian's Wall wasn't this boundary between England and Scotland, like I said. It was to kind of um, signify the northwesterly point of the Roman Empire. It did act as a bit of a defence for the people who were living north of it in, in what is nowadays called Scotland. But essentially, it was built to monitor the people that go in and out. So, say, tradesmen, for example, um, and to tax. So it was a way of getting money in that sense. It has worked defensively later at different times. But essentially, that's that was the, the main reason for them actually creating it. I learned all this by listening to Neil Oliver's podcast on it, actually. So do check that out because he just talks about these podcasts called The Love, Love Letters love letters to the british isles or love letters to the world now because there's two series and they're amazing they really are if you want to kind of lean into yeah the history of britain and then now to the more expansive i guess episode of um yeah the second series of the world then do check that out it's got a beautiful accent as well you might know him from watching tv if you live here in the uk he's got a lovely um like a very gentle glaswegian accent um so yeah really nice scottish accent there so I learned more about it on there and I loved it. So it was just good to actually hear about the history. So the wall was built by the Roman army, which, you know, that considers a lot of people that would have joined uh, along the way whose countries had been taken over by the Roman Empire. So other people who were there against their will, difficult to answer that, I guess. So it's not necessarily been a labor of love, but... Nonetheless, it's an amazing feat that, yeah, really didn't take that long to do. Could we build a wall in like seven years now? I don't know, but they did apply a lot of manpower to it. I think it was at least 15,000 people or so, they estimate, who helped build the wall. And at its highest, it was nearly five metres and three metres wide, which I think is really, really cool. And not a lot of it is left. So if you do want to visit and see Hadrian's Wall and you don't have the time to walk a whole wall, you don't want to, I would suggest kind of sticking around the middle portion of the wall, which you're kind of talking about, Bird Oswald, which is a fort in Gilsland over in the west, going to the east around, probably around about Housesteads is probably the, the most amazing up and down bit. And this wasn't ransacked like others for, for the building, this, this stone building. Um, which would have people ransacked more on the lower ground because this is a very up and down rough area. So this is where the wall has stayed more intact. So that's when you can check it out. And it's just, yeah, really cool. I'll put a little picture on this podcast um, cover, but I've also done a post, well, a bunch of posts recently about Hadrian's Wall. So if you want to check them out there on Instagram. But yeah, essentially that's uh, Hadrian's Wall. Just a little bit of info to, yeah, just kind of give you an idea of what it was. I didn't know literally thought it was a boundary before in England and Scotland didn't exist guys didn't exist so yeah I hope you enjoy this episode and like I said if you want to just leave me a message send me a voice note whatever it is to just let me know how this goes down then that would be brilliant to just know if uh, yeah if you'd like more of this thank you for listening and uh, yeah enjoy it I hope you hope you like it so here I am the start of the walk kind of funny because about 10 minutes ago when I was driving here and 
the sat-nav are taking me a stupid way through stupid traffic, behind stupid tractors and stupid buses, and I was late finishing work, and I was really tired, and I thought, is this the right time to do this? Things keep blocking it a little, but not enough that it blocks anything with inside me that tells me to do it. And so I get here to Bonus and Solway. I'm going from west to east, and it just all clears. I'm looking out over the Solway, looking out over into Scotland, and it's amazing what nature does, doesn't it? It can just really reset you. We can get so stuck in our own minds, and I think because I didn't have that sort of time between finishing work and setting off, and I'm about half an hour later than I thought I would be today, then I'm just, yeah, I, I didn't have that time to really properly self-regulate and, you know, calm my nervous system, which is so important to take that, that pause, I find. But luckily I knew I was coming out to this and already I'm reset and I'm excited and yeah, I've got just under 15 miles to do into Carlisle today. It's all flat and for the majority of it along the Salt Way, so a nice, easy route to navigate, hopefully. Um, so it's half past two. I envisioned that I will finish around about half past seven, so... So I've got about another two hours to walk and I gently feel like I'm just sort of pounding it out because I'm chasing daylight. Is that what you say? Chasing daylight? <laughs> but yeah, I'm having to be aware that I'll, it's going to be about half seven that I finish, so just trying to blast it out. And to be fair, this is where I've started today after work because it means that I can cut down miles on each of the each of a day because it's 15 today so it's taking about three miles of each of a day and I, I just want to take it a bit more slowly and it's funny because well I actually think I'm using something I've learned here but in all the other bigger things that I've done such as my cycle tour which is about four months um traveling around Southeast Asia which was just over five months and for each of those sort of big bigger things I got to the point towards the end where I started to let go of the intense plans and the desires to just do, do, do and fit in way more experiences, you know, just, oh, I've got a spare moment, let's do something else as well. And to just stop trying to do, do, do and just be more because I've rushed through things so much in my life. There's something I've done, like a little tick list to get it done. And, you know, if you don't see this thing, then you haven't completed Thailand, for example, you know. Um, and so I'm just slowing down and it's it's an indication of where I'm at really, this slowing down, this wanting to be more present and to just like be with nature as well because this is obviously a walk of nature and today it's been largely farmland, I'm going to be walking on the river quite soon which will be nice but also quite a bit of road and it's been really nice walking along the Solway though on that road, it's like a long straight road it's a bit dodgy in Buffy Sands to walk there but it's all right really it's only for short periods where you're like oh there's no pavement it's a bit of a fast road but yeah I want to be able to enjoy all the days so today I guess is where I've taken the sacrifices such not really I'm still enjoying it but I'm just having to keep moving and eat on the move and all that kind of stuff so yeah anyways um it'll be a late one tonight start tomorrow morning and that's when we'll be getting properly into actually seeing Hayden's well because there's no Hadrian's well at this point um not that I know of anyways I'm not seen it uh, I think there's some remains and maybe some Roman forts or whatever but I've not massively explored and, and they're not obvious if they are they just say so on the map so yeah bashing it out really and 
this will probably be the last one I record today. So I will see you all tomorrow, which will probably just be in a couple of seconds for you. I knew I wasn't going to record again today, but I have just got in a traffic jam with a bunch of cows. <laughs> Only in Cumbria, eh? Mm, or maybe Wales. But that was fun. They were gentle. They didn't mind me walking alongside them. I thought I can have a wait for them all to go or I can go with them. So kind of took the risk, but they seemed to be okay with me as a, as a walking companion for a bit. So here I am, day two. Day two is Carlisle to Bird Oswald, which is a Roman fort. <laughs> I have been. I really don't take in things very well, but that's my aim to do so more on this walk because it's kind of cool, isn't it, to walk the path of a wall that was here, I think it was 2,000 years ago, around about then when it was built, but I can't really remember now. I was still cooking it the other day, bloody hell. But yeah, I want to... I really want to take it in when I go to these places more now, like I said in one of the last voice clips actually. And just really appreciate the fact that I'm walking from the city that I, I live in now. I've walked to it and I'm walking from it and I'm going to walk from, you know, from here all the way over to the East Coast. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> I feel like I said cool a lot. But I went for, I, I got the bus into town this morning and I went for a brew at Cafe Nero. I really like the atmosphere there in the Carlisle one actually. So, and it's open early, <laughs> not really that much choice of many other places. But it was really nice to do that and reflect a little bit because we didn't get, after going back to pick up the car yesterday, so Dave picked me up and then drove us back to the car at the starting point. We didn't get back till about quarter, past, quarter to nine and then we were in bed by quarter to ten and just feel like I needed, I just felt like I needed to integrate it. So I took my journal and just chilled there by the window in Cafe Nero and yeah it's peaceful this morning it's really nice it's yeah I'm actually I've got a sticker on my bag which is a like it's a bumper sticker but it's a missing piece podcast which obviously you're listening to so hey if you saw that and you're listening hello that's amazing I'm actually a bit nervous having it on and I have to keep telling myself do you know what you know I I love the podcast and I believe that it can help people and inform people or maybe reassure people or whatever it is so I'm just doing it but I'm very conscious of the fact that that's sticking on the back of my bag and I feel a bit awkward about it in some ways but you know sometimes you got to push yourself especially when you want to um I want to come off social media a little or a little bit you know spend more time elsewhere so looking at these other things and it's funny when you start doing these things that feel awkward and uncomfortable they start to just become normal don't they and you forget about them it's like they just become part of everyday life and I think that can be in all the different ways we challenge ourselves so yeah it's a nice still morning really liking it autumn equinox today which is really cool I didn't actually know it was going to be the autumn equinox when I started but I thought well there you go in tune with the seasons and yeah just feeling good so I will speak again soon bye bye I've just had a very sobering reminder of what it is that I'm wanting to really, I guess, achieve on this walk. And I took a shortcut through this field. Now, when I say shortcut, there's a path forged kind of um, diagonally through it rather than walking along the um, perimeter of the field, I guess. And I did it because I wanted to get a little bit more ahead of the people I'd just overtaken who were just on a, a sort of general walk. Um, and there were two ladies who 
were a little bit behind, about 100 metres at that point behind me, and I'd seen them ahead of me before I overtook them a little bit earlier, and I seen that they had a Hadrian's Wall map, the same one that I had. And do you know what? What I really want, and this is two things. Firstly, connection, this slowing down, this fluidity in the flow that allows for the connection. But I've been stuck on my own head and I was like, I just don't really want a conversation with people. But actually, I would quite like to know what they're doing. It'd be nice to engage with them. That's, this is what I want more of in life, that kind of where you let go of your control of what my plans are for the day. And I'm going to do this, this and this and that. But then just go, do you know what? Let's stop and have a conversation. I've got the time to do it. There's no need to rush. And that shortcut through the field, that path I've been forged, just made me think, you know what? This is people who are not necessarily in a rush, but they're, they're wanting to try and cut something short. Maybe that is because they wanted to fit more in their day. You know, why is this path forged through the field? Why are we taking shortcuts? And why did I take it? And essentially, I think it's because I thought, you know what? If I take the shortcut, I've got more time. I've got more time to do more. <laughs> to do more what exactly? to rush to the end point, you know? How much of the time do we miss the journey and miss the experiences of the journey? And I think I'm still kind of, I guess, decompressing from general day-to-day life. So I'm on day two of this walk and I wanna bring more of that, like I said, that sort of flow, that slowness, that fluidity in. And that's my intention, but we still get so caught up in it. I'm still stuck in my head quite a bit. And a lot of what I'm doing on this walk is, is thinking. And it reminds me of the start of a book that I've uh, just started reading, which is by Sharon Blackie, and it's called, I think it's something like Living an Enchanted Life. And the start of it, she gives two examples of a, a woman who's going on a walk on a weekend and just the different sort of thoughts that go through her mind. The first one being where I feel like I can kind of be at quite a lot to go right okay I've got to walk this is my chance for a walk this week I'm gonna make the most of it I'm gonna you know be present it's really great I'm out in nature you're like telling yourself how you want to feel but yet you still get stuck in the thoughts and you know you might every now and again get a glimpse of that deeper connection because the book's really all about that connection with nature and so the kind of again the fluidity of life the feminine as well and then the second example is of a woman who's just going for this beautiful walk and she's thinking, oh, wow, the birds are kind of saluting the fact that I'm here now and having this little communication with a crow. And, you know, maybe that sounds strange to you, but it doesn't to me. It just, it felt so within what I wanted. And I feel like I can get that sometimes, but not all the time. So there's no perfect reminder than that shortcut through the field to just bring me back to what I want. And so I'm just going to be more open to talking to people. I'm hoping that I'll pause at some point soon and maybe them two women will catch up and I can speak to them. Yeah, that's, there's the reminder for today. It's crazy how you get into such a rhythm when you do these kind of endurance things. I do anyways, that um, kind of a weird balance of being really mindful, but also not completely in the opposite, I guess, but it's as though you can't focus too much really on how your body is feeling. It's a kind of one step in front of the other without actually focusing on each step. Kind of finding your pace, both physically and mentally. Because, you know, your feet can ache and you can focus on that too much. Or maybe you're getting tired or your lungs are burning or whatever it is. But if you hyper-focus on those things, then it can just sort of slow you down. So you have to kind of shut it off a little bit and 
try and get as present as possible. And I am going to that part of the walk where I'm starting to, my mind is slowing down. I'm not thinking so much about general daily life. It's still here, but not as much. And yeah, I've had the perfect opportunity to slow down as well because um, my friend is coming to pick me up instead of Dave, which gives me an extra hour. So I've not had to rush. And I've sat under an oak tree, a couple of them actually, truth be told. And yeah, I just, um, I'm not having to rush so much. And there's something, I don't know, like, I guess that's just worked out as it's meant to work out. So I'm really glad that that's happened. And I'm looking forward to seeing her for a little brew at the end and just enjoying this as a, a real self-care day out. Get another brew. Although I'm just going to stop drinking tea because it is making me need to go to the loo desperately. So I'll go have something else. But, but yeah, just lovely. Energy's been good. Feet are a bit sore, but like I'm okay really actually lovely it's been sort of tire not tires is the wrong word i said tires and tarmac that's what you say in a driving test isn't it like make sure there's tires and tarmac in front of you leave that space but it's tarmac track and field i guess is how i describe it today we're getting a little bit more rural some of them some of the places of roads probably a good few miles of roads in this but they're more like the kind of meandering country lanes which are quintessentially british quite nice really um it's been really sunny all day and now it's raining and i love the rain so i'm gonna soak it up i've got about an hour to go it's three o'clock an hour to go to get to bird oswald oh and i've just also seen the actual first part of the wall so far on the route and there's something kind of cool about you know walking for nearly two days before you see the wall as though you kind of earn it is it like a pilgrimage i don't know but if i'd just gone straight to seeing the wall and i have done that before not really soaked it in as much so anyways that's uh, all I have, I guess, for day two. And we'll see you again tomorrow. All being well, unless I die or something. So here I am, day three. And funnily enough, after not really speaking to anyone yesterday, the first couple of people that I bumped in this morning, bumped into this morning, have um, been walking the wall as well. So I've talked to them and both are going the opposite way to me. I'm kind of I'm walking the, the way that people don't do it as much from west to east. And so I've been warned about the next two days, dun, 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 which I was already aware are very up and down. So, but they are the, you know, the real beautiful landscape of where you see the wall going on for miles, you know, a bit broken and stuff, but, but still really lovely views over Northumberland. And also just crossed into Northumberland today in Gilsland. That's quite exciting. It's a lovely day again and you know yesterday i really got thinking about adventure and thinking about what adventure really means so the farmer becca would have thought adventure was really all about going far away into foreign lands exotic places pushing myself out of my comfort zone you know how resilient are you going and traveling around asia or doing a cycle tour kind of thing and it's got me trapped though and i'm saying this in case anybody else gets like this and there's all these plans that we have for doing these big holidays so going past a farmland that is a squeaky little digger in the distance farmers are always out aren't they it's one quite cool thing about farming although i'm vegan so i don't agree in the meat and dairy farming but you know there's something to be said about being outdoors a lot isn't there and uh yeah it's kept me trapped because it's, then I've gone, do you know what the adventures are in life? The adventures are in life are them, them big flung holidays, them real off-road type trips. But actually adventure 
is about the feeling you have, isn't it? And like everything, it's about that feeling. And so I never thought that you could have adventure from your doorstep, but you can. And that's what this feels like. It's that beautiful feeling of exploring the landscape in a different way. A landscape that you feel like you might know quite well, but I don't know it intimately at all. And I've not walked, I've only walked tiny, tiny portions of this route. And now I'm walking the whole thing. And that's a whole different type of adventure. It's a real connection to the land as well and to the people. You don't know who you're going to meet and you don't know what's going to happen. So every day is an adventure, I guess, in that sense. But yeah, don't try and hold yourself back by thinking that adventure has to be going to Africa or something, you know, don't have to be going far away, especially if you're like me and you, you know, you're having to be aware of, of money and funds. And so you get a bit stuck thinking what that is, but you know, I've recently done this road trip in Scotland and now I'm just walking my own two feet, I'm using my body to have an adventure. So adventure is everywhere. Adventure is the feeling and just don't don't let your mind try and trap you into what adventure should be. It really can be anything and it can be something that you can do right from your doorstep. And also, <laughs> let's add fun and joy into it as well because we're going to be girls that does this big slide in the play park and I know it's there because I've done it before. And I thought, can I go by myself on this slide? And I thought, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, my inner child, my outer child is going to regret not doing it. So I went down this slide and it's quite a long slide. I don't really good with meters and stuff, but it's quite a long one. One where I want to go, I'm scared. But, you know, there's no one around. Some houses about. I, I sort of checked, but I thought I'm going to do whatever. And I'm absolutely soaked because you know, I'm the first person down on what was a chilly night. So there's like the condensation I guess on there, the water, um, a bunch of leaves. So I'm quite dirty and wet and that's not to do with the rain or anything. To do with my little inner child getting out. So yeah, I just think that's also a really important thing is just to just listen to when the inner child wants to come out and do them things that might feel a bit cringy if someone sees you do it, but ultimately it's fun, isn't it? You have a laugh. So yeah, laugh. What a walk, everybody. I have been emotionally, physically and mentally really quite up and down today. It's been really windy, so this is probably going to only be the second one of the, like, the last one of today. So, because it's been hard to record. But I got frustrated at one point because I'm in the most beautiful landscape. I want to take all the nice photos. And there's so many people. Of course there is. It's a Saturday and it's a gorgeous, amazing part of history. It's a part of the wall where it's in that real dramatic snaking you know hilltop vista and it's just stunning it really is but it's busy and the thing I don't like about when places get busy is that you don't talk as much to people do you You don't really sort of say hi as much or engage in any more conversation than that people stop saying you know thank you for you moving aside and it always move aside for people I, I find that really important to maintain that I just think it's really an important part of getting out in nature but when there's so many people you just can't really keep that up I mean I do but some people don't and to be fair this is why I also struggle with really busy cities because it's there's no time for politeness is there it's just it, it genuinely takes too much of your energy to stop and say hi to everybody there was a charity walk going on um, I'm gonna check that out and donate some money to that I didn't actually ask anybody about it but um, I'll check it out I think it's called the E Foundation loads of people walking like I don't know, over a hundred or so. That was really cool. And then big groups of school kids and things like that. And, you know, they're allowed here as well. 
you know, do you ever get selfish like that places? But but yeah, I just I dislike it when it gets to the type of business where people forget to to go outward and think of how they're impacting other people or whatever and that's just kind of a moan and at one point I really dipped energy wise more mentally than anything and I thought I'll drop down to the sill which is a cafe uh, but I just needed a break but I thought oh gosh this is taking me longer than I thought because of the ups and downs so I was a bit worried about that and then I thought here I am getting stuck in this trap of time again Dave won't mind if I'm half an hour later or an hour later he'll be fine with that he's picking me up today but you know I just I do struggle with that but anyways I dropped down because it's sort of mm, less than 10 minutes down off the path and then back up and I was going to meet a friend there but uh, her child needed a nap and it was just the, the wrong timing which was a shame but it is what it is so I saw her yesterday which was lovely but I needed it and I had a break there for probably yeah kind of half an hour maybe a bit more and I got properly got my second wind I hope I'm going the right way. I'm just walking and I've ended up... It looks like the right way, but the same time. You think you wouldn't get lost walking a while, but sometimes, sometimes it disappears and splits into temporary paths. But, yeah, I needed it. It's important to listen to when your body's telling you that. It's meant that I can enjoy it more because I've also felt a bit disconnected from myself. I can get like this when it's getting close to my period. But, you know, it's, it is what it is and I'm okay with that. But it was just having to remember that I needed a little pause. And yeah, now I've got so much energy flying along. It's very undulating. It's very much like you go up for 30 seconds or like a minute and then down again and up and down. Quite steep. Um, but I do really enjoy it. And I've spoken to some people along the way. It'd be really lovely. Uh, people asking about my podcast, which is really cool because I've got a sticker on my back. And yeah, it's stunning. It's really, really stunning. But I've just had to... Be a bit of where I where I'm at, kind of emotionally. Oh my god, I'm filling with a gate. If my friend Mary is listening to this, she'll be like, "Oh, is that better not knowing how to go through a gate again?" So I just had to stop to get through the gate. Honestly, I struggle so much. I think it's quite windy and exposed now, so I will stop rambling on for today. But yeah, I've walked from Bird Oswald to. Well, again, this place, I don't actually know how you pronounce it. Brocolicia? I like to say Brocolicia, and we all have this joke that we're like, mm, as well, we all, me and Dave and the girls, um, they don't quite get it, luckily, because they're quite young. We're like, mmm, Brocolicia. Come and get your one. <laughs> I've got this wrong. Come and get one of your five a day here. You know, we kind of like do this little broccoli sexual thing, like, mmm, because it just sounds like Brocolicious, doesn't it? Like Bootylicious. So, that's an insight into my life. hear me okay we're day four do you know what i love that you can hear the wind in this i imagine because that's really part of this journey especially the last day it has just been kind of up high and exposed and it's only really gentle wind it's actually been really nice it's been in a t-shirt all day and i love it that feeling of the elements i used to hate the wind which i've talked about before but i used to hate that it messed up my hair made my nose red you know, that kind of stuff, my eyes water, my mascara run and whatnot. And now I love it. I love the feeling of it, the refreshing feeling, the blowing out the cobwebs. And yeah, I love it. I just really love it. And I made pieces of it on my cycle tour because, yeah, you can't really be out of love with uh, wind when you're on a cycle tour. You kind of have to embrace it and work with it. So, yeah. Today. That's windy, isn't it? Today. 
I I want to start off talking about gratitude really because this is where I wanted to actually record this yesterday but again it was windy and I'd sort of ended for the day in terms of voice notes and I can get a bit obsessed with being outward and recording these and not really being inward and you know I'm so grateful for my body's doing right now and this has been a lot of my journey of making peace with my body in general this knowing that your body is what's allowing you to experience in life my feet have just walked me how many miles have I done now god like over 50 miles got about 20 to do a 19 to do today and I'm literally walking from the west to the east of of England and that's really fucking awesome isn't it let's be honest an expletive is allowed there and but we can just get so stuck in the idea that our bodies are just about the way they look the way they're presented how they look to somebody else like an ornament or an object to be admired or not that's how you see yourself and I was stuck in that for so long it messed up my relationship with myself with with food with my friends and family it really messed up a lot and I think diet culture has so much to blame for that but ultimately aware of this we can work on it but yeah essentially we should be so proud of what our bodies allow us to experience if it wasn't for our bodies we couldn't experience our life as we know it you know we wouldn't be able to experience not just these big events like going from you know an epic walk or whatever but we wouldn't experience the touch of someone or a hug we wouldn't be able to experience the food or see the beautiful vistas that we see or just look into the eyes of someone we love beautiful flowers and freshly baked bread <laughs> who doesn't love that i'm really craving a baguette at the moment as well i feel like it was reminiscent of being in france and all the baguettes i ate there but yeah we get so stuck in focusing on what our bodies look like rather than what our bodies allow us to feel and experience in life and i just think body acceptance is really about this let's just embrace how amazing our bodies are and i want to embody my life i want to be in my body in my life and be here and be present and experience it all and i just think that body gratitude body acceptance all of this body experience is what's really key to our healing as well so i'm just really grateful for my body does and i would encourage you to really think of some things that you're really grateful for your body allowing you to experience and if you go these feelings aside it's important for us to learn like lean into why we feel this way about our bodies but it's also important to work out what beauty our bodies bring us as well and just this note encourages that i'm just walking along side a little portion of the wall has just appeared it's mainly along the road today um, it's kind of one climb but it's not really um, like yesterday was so up and down i thought today was but it isn't we're, we're kind of going more into back into countryside but then also be getting closer to newcastle so more towns and whatnot but that also means more cafes and brew stops so ultimately looking forward to it today I actually started off like yeah a proper pickle because i was a bit overwhelmed and tired this morning and just wanted to get out of the house and get going and i forgot my hadrian's warm up and I'm staying over at Dave's parents tonight, so I would then not have it for two days, for the last two days of my trip. And I didn't want that, so I went back, which meant I was delayed for them picking me up and taking me to my starting point. And I was all a bit frustrated, but yeah, that was a very much a lesson in not to rush when we feel stressed and overwhelmed, to take a little moment 
which is what I do. I did when I got in the car. I started to play a podcast. I was like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want this. Stopped it. Got a little bit teary-eyed. And just kind of talked myself through it like I would a friend. Like, how am I feeling right now? Okay. Why do I feel this way? So I feel tired and overwhelmed. Okay. You feel tired and overwhelmed because you've just done three days of massive walking that you've never done before. That's normal. And, you know, it's your life has been a bit tired inducing for the past month from camping to a puppy and these things are all okay and it's okay to then feel quite dramatic and low in these moments and I was soothing and I was soothing and it was just easing and then my brain relaxed and went oh shit you forgot your book go back and get it so it's just a lesson to not make decisions and not get too caught up in our tired overwhelmness so yeah right off I trot day four bye bye I am really tired right now. I feel like I could just curl up on the side of the road and go to sleep. I just want to walk with my eyes closed a little bit. And I'm getting to that point where I might get tired and emotional. Um, I'm only, what, five miles in? I've got about another 14 to go today. I've just stopped and I, I think it's probably just that hit of having a cookie, which was unfortunately disappointing. And it is maybe that kind of sugar crash afterwards and all that energy, all the concentration going to my digestive system, I don't know. I'm just being really fucking tired, honestly. And I know I can do this. And there's a lot of, come on, come on, you can do this. Keep moving, just keep moving. I know this feeling, I've done it before, but it doesn't make it easier every time you go into it. So I've just got to keep moving and not stop. Because if I keep stopping, I'll just keep stopping. And it'll be harder to get into my flow. Just really struggling right now. It's only five minutes on from that last message and I've ended up walking into a gorgeous little woods, just in a road, like a lane up through the woods. You can hear there's a a babbling brook (laughs) and I felt just full of love actually walking into these woods for myself, for everything that I'm doing, for all the support of the people who are helping me along the way, my friends who pick me up, Liz, Dave's parents, Dave and the girls, and just the support of everybody. And I feel overwhelmed and in the other way now. And I know I can do this. This is why I'm doing it. And you know, I was going to actually cut this bit off. Dave's parents were like, do not cut this off because the reason you go on this diversion is because it's a um, it's a busy road. So don't walk up the road. Some people do. And I was like, no, no, I'm not interested in that. And as it got to it, I was like, I really want to do the diversion because it doubles the route. But now I'm going through this beautiful woods. There are white feathers everywhere. And I just feel supported and protected and so much better. Finally back at the car, a whole hour longer, hour, <laughs> not an hour, oh my god I'm so done, a mile longer than the book said, which maybe doesn't sound like much, but when you've told yourself like, I know I've got 19.5 miles today, that is what I am assigned to do and that is what I will do and I have the mental and physical capacity to achieve that and then they whack on another mile, it's like nope, <laughs> throw all my toys out the pram, not happy with this and I just had to keep marching on, I just couldn't stop really for mental you know reasons I just couldn't stop or else I would have really struggled my whole body is you know you can kind of feel it pulsing oh I've got a half an hour drive now back to Dave's parents and then oh chill chill what time is it quarter past six 
Right, yeah. <laughs> Game face on, let's drive and not fall asleep. See you tomorrow. Day five, finally here. <laughs> Little flagpole just ding, 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 ding. Like, yes, well done, Rebecca. <laughs> um, do you know what? I feel pretty elated today, actually. Just kind of thinking about what I've done. And I had a lovely evening with Dave's parents last night. I'm really grateful for them putting me up. That's really made such a difference. It's the, the kindness of people, really. That's massive in life, isn't it? And that connection. And so I'm walking from Heading on the Wall into Newcastle to Wall's End, which surprisingly enough is the end of the wall. And it's really nice. It's probably clear sky, a little bit chilly, but really nice. And I just feel good because it's, you know, obviously kind of getting to the end of it all. And I'm just trying to make sure I don't start getting into that cycle of in 24 hours from now, I'll be at work. You know, I'm just trying to keep myself present here rather than trying to plan the rest of the day. Just keep going. That's the aim today, anyways. So, just a short little introduction on day five. I felt so knackered yesterday, completely drained, but I pushed on through, and yeah, I'm really glad I did, and I'm here, and I'm actually okay, you know? I'm not broken. I thought there'd be some sort of the old injuries kicking in by now, and they haven't, especially in the shoes that I'm wearing. So, yeah, really happy. So I'm walking along what used to be an old railway, I think, between coal mines and Newcastle, or Lamington, I think it was. Um, and so it's a nice little walk through the countryside near the river. And it's funny because now the scenery's changing. I've not actually really walked places other than, I guess, Kalal, when you walk through the park there, where there are other people about. So you kind of mix in with them rather than just seeing other people who are walking the wall. So that's been pretty cool. And also just the fact that I didn't even know this was here. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't know Newcastle that well at all, but I've been quite a few times. And it just shows that you can see something totally different, you know, even going back to the same place. And you just think, why do people go back to the same place or go on the same holiday? It's actually really pretty cool because, yeah, you can explore so much different places if you just look from a different angle, go to a different area. So now I get it. I get that people go to the same places and I get that people stay in the same places because you can just see something different every day if you want to and uncover a different part of where you live. However small it may feel, it's kind of cool, isn't it? Like even just going to your garden, you can discover another little mini ecosystem somewhere. So that's what's been really cool about this walk, being able to see the area in which I call home and a little bit of a field uh, from a different angle, a different perspective. I did it! It's done! I'm actually already back home and bathed and whatnot because I was going to record it actually, well our last one to be like, oh I finished because I really felt like doing that when I was there I was excited but I got to Segadunum, is I think how you say it and that's the end point of walking the wall and it's a, there's a Roman fort there and I went into the shop and they were like, I'm so sorry, it's closed. And I was like, oh, right, okay. And in that moment of it closed, I was in the dilemma of um, whether I should try and get a bus at quad four or quad five. Because I had to kind of get back into the city centre and, and stuff. So in that moment, I was like, oh, I'm going to go for the quad four one and get back. But that involved having to kind of rush there, get to the, to the uh, metro. 
and then get the bus, um, you know, all these type of things that involved having to just focus and get in there without missing the bus. And then I got in the car and was like, oh, I'm setting off home, blah, blah, blah. And I set off and I was like, I haven't recorded, you know, one to say that I finished. But I have. And I've just had an Epsom salt bath, which, by the way, I've had every night, I think apart from the first night. And unless my body has just recovered incredibly well without it, because I guess I don't know what it would have been like without it. I think the Epsom salts have worked like wonders. They really, really have. So definitely check them out if you want to have something for recovery or yeah, some sore muscles. They've honestly, I feel so good. I really, really do. I'm so much better than I thought. I thought niggles would kick in, like, you know, old injuries and just general, maybe some new things that would actually prevent me from finishing, but that hasn't happened. So I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. And I go back to work tomorrow, but I'm just working in the morning. Um, I just work mornings and then on Wednesday I'm off. I took the day off. But Tuesdays are harder to cover, so I didn't want to take that day off. And I'm just going to take that time to really reflect. Um, and my period is due later on this week anyway, so it's a it's a quiet time. It's a time to go inwards. So that's what I'm going to do, because I still feel like everything feels a bit rushed. And I haven't really been able to kind of mm, integrate it, you know. So I'm going to take the time to do that. And I'm not going to go downstairs and demand <laughs> a, a foot rub, maybe into my calves as well from Dave. He did say give me a foot rub, but I haven't made the deal on the calves yet. They're pretty sore, bless them. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I hope it's maybe inspired you or just given you a sense of what it's like to, to do these kind of things. I know it's from my perspective, but, you know, gives you a little insight on the ups and downs. So... Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.